wants to make money. Everyone wants to be successful. They want to be beautiful. They, they, there's all these positive uh, words and adjectives you can use to, to say, this is what I want to achieve. And of course, the idea of success is subjective. But mine was, was, was pretty simple how it started. It was that I wanted a car. And um, I, was, I was about 15 years old and I, I couldn't get a job yet. And, but there was nothing stopping you from having your own business. Uh, this is this is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but we need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today to start turning your dreams into a reality. Hey, so uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode. I really appreciate it. Uh, I just want to say a few announcements before I start this episode with Ish that um, the audio is not the best. Uh, I had to record this with a different microphone because my microphone was in the shop. Um, Fortunately, it just wasn't sounding very good, so I had to figure out what was going on with it. So total transparency. This is um, done... Uh, really quickly on Logitech headphones, but the interview itself is amazing. Ish is a really good friend of mine, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode and hit that subscribe button so you know every single time a new episode comes out. And um, if you leave a review, I really appreciate it. I know it takes time out of your day to do that, and I do not at all take that uh, at, at, at for granted at all. I like, can't. It means the world to me. So thank you so much. And um, just maybe subscribe. And, and um, if you don't actually maybe leave a review, because I know it takes time out of your day, it takes only a second to share this. So if you share this, I appreciate it 110%. Only because why? When you share something like this and it gives you information or it makes you smile or it makes you feel less alone, why wouldn't you share that with someone else? That's just the best thing you could possibly do. And I'm, I'm taking a few people that are looking um, to start a podcast for themselves and a done-for-you podcast uh, just to see what it's like to be a podcaster and the amount of connections that you can have and, and sit down with the people that you look up to that you really, really, really want to be a part of your life. And we're creatures of our environment. 
And when we become surrounded by the type of people we would like to be around more often, it is the best thing in the world. So, but I wanted to leave her a really quick, uh, I, I got a review the other day from Words with Winos. I don't know how to pronounce it. Words with Winos, uh, but they say uh, amazing and honest podcast. This podcast is an awesome listen, and Logan is such a wonderful host. His episodes are all honest and offer tons of much-needed silver linings for those who originally couldn't seem to find it on their own. And, uh, wow, honestly, that feels really good to hear. So I really appreciate anybody that takes time like that to, to say stuff. That's just complimentary. Uh, another perk of being a podcaster is just a, such a, it's such a very um, incredibly a giving community. It's not uh, they don't like people don't go on each other's channels and try to make them feel bad. But you know, then again, there are bad people out there, and we just gotta know our our sort of tribe. Because guess what? you Your vibes will attract your tribe. And um, so, with that being said, uh, without further ado, enjoy my interview with Ish. Hey, you. Yeah, just you. So, I would like to really ask, you know, really a curious question that I have on my mind is, have you asked yourself, are you living a life that allows you to exercise your elite strengths? Seriously, ask yourself this question. Are you in a job or on a path that is allowing you to work in a field that's exercising your elite strengths? And it doesn't have to be like athletic strength. I mean, it could be writing or speaking or making friends or even taking care of people by serving them with your skills as a waiter or a waitress. Or maybe your talent is being so creative that you go from job to job to job without really fully realizing your area of supremacy, as I call it. I bring up this topic because my guest today is a master at discovering your talent and doing what you love. He created a business kind of out of this. His name is Ish. And uh, I could try to pronounce his whole name, but I'm sure he'll help me out with that later. But he believes that we can live in a world in which more people are doing just this, doing what they love. So without further ado, I'd like to shut up and introduce my guest for you today. Hey, Ish, man. Thank you so much for coming on Scratch Your Own Itch. Oh, my pleasure, Logan. How are you doing today? Dude, doing great. Really, really well, man. Excellent. Um, so, hey, uh, I want to just say, first off, you know, um, I, I really feel fortunate to have you on today. You're uh, a friend from high school that I am so happy to reconnect with and and I want you to know that the, the mission of the show is to really make people feel less alone and give people the tools to live a life where they can start scratching their own itch, which means by solving a problem of theirs, they solve it for other people too. So I want to ask you what you think ultimately uh, 
made you feel like you were very challenged, but changed forever? Yeah. Um, so uh, actually, the, the perfect way to start is, is you, you know, you were mentioning uh, the pronunciation of my name. And uh, can you can you hear me? Yeah, I'm, can oh, hear you fine. Excellent. Um, so the the pronunciation of my name, the the correct one is is Hisham Bishri, and so that was that was the name that I was born with, and when uh, when I came to the United States, it was it was a name that gave me an incredible amount of hard time. Uh, during roll call, teachers would would butcher the name. Uh, you know, it was it was kind of a funny pronunciation. I got a lot of hiccups, uh, a lot of vitries. Uh, hiccups, you know, elementary school kids, they, they just kind of go to the first word that they're familiar with. And funny enough, it wasn't until high school that I ultimately came up with the, the nickname Ish. And it came from a middle school nickname that I had, which was Ish Bob Beat Me, which sounds a lot like Hisham Bishri. And, you know, they used to just call me Ish Bob. And the first time someone asked me for my name in high school, and I don't know if you remember this, you know, we went to the same high school, but we had that, that big speech that the, the dean had given where I think he ripped like a $100 bill in front of us and kind of went on and on saying, this is the first day of the rest of your life. And as, <laughs> as, as, some, as someone who, who didn't naturally speak English, uh, I took things very literally. And obviously, it's not the first day of the rest of your life. Your first day was when you were born. But I took it very literally, and I, I became scared to use that name, Hisham, um, almost to, to the point of shame. And I remember, you know, someone asked me, hey, you know, what's your name? And it was one of those surreal moments where you kind of uh, – those out-of-body experience where you're just kind of looking at them for what seems like an eternity. And what went through my mind is, do I say Hisham? Do I say my full name, Hisham Bishri? Uh, I don't want to use Bishri. That's too close to bitch. Uh, I mean, I could say Ishbob, but that sounds too much like SpongeBob. Uh, it's not mature. And, and it just it hit me, and I just went with Ish. You know, simple, elegant. Uh, people always say seven-ish. There's no way uh, you, you, you can mess up saying that name. And so I just... I don't even remember who it was, but I, I just went with Ish. And and they looked at me for a minute and go, Ish? I'm like, yeah, Ish. Like, what's your last name? I'm like, I don't have a last name. And I'm like, cool. And for the first time, you know, my, my identity was associated to something cool. And I I went with it to the point where no one in high school, uh, in my opinion, even knew I had another name besides Ish. Uh, and, and eventually I made it my legal middle name, uh, because it, it, it became a, such a solid part of who I was, you know, Ish was someone who could, uh, converse with anybody and not have to worry about, are they thinking about my name? You know, a lot of people are self-conscious in my opinion about the way they look. Uh, me, my, my self-conscious issue was my name. It was a, it was a big source of, of anxiety for me. And so finally, I was able to step out of my shell and, and kind of discover who I was meant to be, in my opinion. Wow. Wow, man. <laughs> um, a lot there. Uh, I really like that <laughs> you wanted to create a new story for yourself that was 
uh, not going to set you up for demonization or, or anybody to, to sort of like take down your name and, and, and make you feel bad about it just because of your background, which I find really, really uh, just interesting, man. I mean, but I want to go back into kind of like into your story about why you started a company and, and what you've done with it. And uh, um, just give me a reason why exactly you think that you needed to start a company um, that allowed you more flexible and freedom in your life and uh, what you're doing with it now. Well, uh, the that narrative started also in, in high school, and basically it, it came out of a out of a necessity. Um, it, it's something you know that you know everyone wants to make money, everyone wants to be successful, they want to be beautiful. They, there's all these positive uh, words and adjectives you can use to to say this is what I want to achieve, and of course, the idea of success is subjective, but mine was, was, was pretty simple how it started. It was that I wanted a car and, um, I was, I was about 15 years old and I, I couldn't get a job yet. And, but there was nothing stopping you from having your own business. Uh, this is, uh, you know, it's, it's embedded in us as a, as a country that we're, we're, a, we're, we're a country of bootstrappers really. Uh, when it's time to just get something done, uh, we're able to do it. And it's funny that you can't work a job until you're 16 or in some areas 15, but you can't work a job, but you can start a business at the age of eight, right? Nine, doesn't matter. If if you want to be a businessman or an entrepreneur, go for it. And when I discovered that, I, it was it was a really magical moment of, of, of freedom, of saying, I'm going to... I'm going to do this thing on my own. I'm going to bootstrap myself to, at the time, it was a car. And it was, it was small goals, uh, but it, was, it felt like the world to me. I felt very important that I, that I do this. Um, and, you know, being from the suburbs, having a car is, I mean, it's, it's almost as important as anything you could have. Um, and so I, I remember... Um, and, and this is, this is the first lesson that I learned in business. And it was, uh, I, I had the idea to, to start a business, but I didn't know what this business was. I, I, I knew I, I needed, I had to, uh, start my own business. And the only thing I really knew was computers. I spent a lot of time with, you know, video games, computers, TV, technology. And so I knew I could do something with computers. I didn't know what it was yet. But what I, what I thought was incredibly important was to have business cards. And when I was 15 years old, this is 10, 11 years ago, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, Logan, uh, the company called Vista Prints. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. So Vista Prints is a, is a, a printing company. Now they do, they, they'll print your logo on a mug, on a pen. Uh, they'll make you business cards. I mean, they're, they're a printing company. And, and back then, and I want to say this is like 2006 or seven, they were a new company and they had this promotion where you could, um, get, I think it was like 200 or 300 business cards for free, uh, as long as you just paid the shipping and handling and you could only design the front and on the back of it, they would put vistaprint.com or printed at vistaprint.com. And so for seven ninety nine. I was able to get my hands on a few hundred business cards and I was like, that's it. 
So I designed uh, a business card and I used one of their default logos. I put my name. I think I put my home phone because I didn't even have a cell phone at the time. You know, I just I just went with it. Paid the seven ninety nine with my mom's <laughs> credit card. You know, and I received them in the mail. You know, a couple of days later, and then I did nothing. <laughs> I did absolutely nothing. Uh, where it got to the point where I thought I had made it. I thought this is it. I have business cards. I'm a businessman. If anybody asks, how do you make your money? You go, well, I'm a businessman. And if someone says, hey, I have an idea for a business, you go, oh, I'm going to partner up with you and we're going to do business things together. And it was very childish. And, and, and so the ultimately, and this is a lesson I learned later on that I didn't realize at the time, but that it doesn't mean that you have a business card, that you have a business. It doesn't mean that you, you want it that you have it, you know, you still have to work for it and you still have to create something real. Um, and, and that's where that, 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 that creativity comes in. That's where you, you take the, the lessons you've learned and the things that you know, uh, the, the skills you have, and then you use it to create something for the world. Um, and obviously with the, 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 the age of the internet, it's a lot easier to do that you know, back in the day, you were either a traveling salesman or you were a local shop. But now we've got a global marketplace. And so uh, we're, we're very fortunate, Logan, uh, that first of all, we're able to have this conversation using this technology uh, and that we're able to then take it almost instantly and share it with anybody who's willing to listen. Yeah, uh, 100%, man. I totally agree with that. And I think you you pointed out something that I really like to talk on the show about uh uh the reality versus um denial and how mm-hmm. you denied for a while that you needed to actually exchange goods of value in order to produce uh, what it is, is it to be a company um and by just getting business cards and setting up website or you know, having a podcast like nowadays, I think people all of a sudden they go, Oh no, now I'm in business. Cause I have this when that is so far from the truth. And that's why it's so easy to, um, get goofed and feel it's, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Screwed. I think. And, uh, mm-hmm. online business. So I'd love to kind of go into what now it is you, you run your, your business about HTML. Am I right? Yes. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, this company I incorporated, it's been two years now. We're in 2018. So yeah, it was January of 2016. I, um, I, I, I had this company ish industries, uh, that became now HTML, uh, which is, uh, stands for helping tomorrow make a living. And, um, it's, it, it, it I've taken, I've changed a lot. And not only as, a, as an individual, but also as a business. And and I think something that happens as a sole proprietor of a business is you you have a tendency to want to put your personality into it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And as a matter of fact, I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong way to approach um, entrepreneurship. Um, I think it's it's one of the most liberating and 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 best opportunities to be creative. Because you can be an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial artist, an entrepreneurial uh, actor, or I mean, even a waiter, 
you know there, there's there's certain waiters out there that are just doing some some kick-ass stuff uh to go that extra mile to do what they think is important right and and it's not to say that it's not important to be a, a waiter or a waitress it absolutely is uh, but there, there are certain people that 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 take it to that entrepreneurial level and you don't have to have your own business to be an entrepreneur um i think it's it's about being creative and and serving your own version of reality to an audience oh my god that's amazing because um that's what i love about entrepreneurship overall is it's not it's not something that someone has to give you permission to do you can just do it but it's going to take some sacrifice like some people really like to believe that college is going to get them to the next level and by investing like like literally taking out loans in investments that they've never ever had even earned close to the amount of the uh, the loans that they're taking out but they believe that it's it's actually investment but what it is it's passive investment it's being able to go, I'm going to sit in front of a class and go, oh, yeah, great. This is awesome. I can learn from this teacher. But to actually set up that you're in business um, and become an entrepreneur is by actually investing money in a book editor, for example, or maybe invest some money in a course that's going to teach you how to put up a website and actually put up a, a value up there of saying, I'm going to trade you uh, my expertise in marketing in order for you to get yourself out there more. And I'm gonna do this as best as I can to my knowledge. And I'm gonna invest time and energy into that. And now if that person actually gives you money to do that, now you're in business. But you had to invest in the beginning in a class and a course that actually put some skin in the game. So how do you think you uh, put skin in the game, so to speak, in your business? Well, it, it, me personally, um, my, my narrative is that of uh, learning on the fly, you know, because the, the decision that I, the, the, that I made to be, to have my own business when I started back in 2012, it, it was, it, it was, again, it was a very, it was, it was, it almost felt like a repeat of when I was 15. The difference was that I knew that this just had to work. I wasn't going to give up just because I didn't have anything. And so uh, the, the what 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 happened was I, I started as a consultant. Okay. And the, the, the beauty about consulting is that the only thing you need to know is that you have an opinion and you can share that opinion and someone can either listen to it or not listen to it. Either way, if they've hired you, you're going to get paid, right? And so to me, I, I never made it about the money. And I never will make it about the money. It's, it's important. I understand that. It's a measure of uh, the, the power that you can have, kind of that purchasing power. You know, if you have a million dollars, you can do a lot more than, you know, you can buy a lot more apples than if you have $100,000, for example. So it's, it's, it's your purchasing power, sure. But but what was always important to me was providing a quality service, something that people would, would, would feel good about spending money on. And so I started as a consultant, and it didn't take me more than six weeks to realize that I had to evolve, and I had to learn something that I didn't know. 
And that was uh, software development for, in my example. Uh, I, knew, I knew very little about databases and I understood how they worked, uh, but that was really about it. And so the, the way that I put the, the skin in on the game, if you will, uh, which by the way is an expression I've, I've, I've never heard before, which I think is phenomenal, uh, <laughs> I might have to use it. Um, and, and basically, <laughs> I, I spent, I, I can't tell you how many hours on Google, on, Ude, uh, on Udemy, on uh, Stack Overflow, on W3Schools, some of the most uh, amazing resources and, and a, a fantastic community of open source, open uh, knowledge where I just trialed and errored it. You know, the, the first time, and this is going to be a little technical, but the first time I wrote uh, what's called a while loop, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I had no idea how this worked, you know, and it took me a long time to understand what it is this thing even does, you know. Uh, but the, 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 the thing that I did was I put myself out there and I wasn't afraid of a no. I wasn't afraid to be told I was dumb. Uh, I wasn't even afraid to be told that I'm bad at business because I've been told all of those things sometimes in a row, right? And, and those things, I, I take it, um, you know, some say the grain of salt. I took it with the bucket of salt because the reality is I know what I'm capable of. And so if I slipped up and I made a mistake, that's fine. You know, that's, it's, it's going to be okay. Uh, because again, I know that I'm capable of doing better and, and, and something that, that I, I think you've said before is just making sure that you get 1% better. Right. And, and that goes a long way with me because that's, I mean, that's the narrative of my story. That's the thesis of my life is, is self-improvement by the, by the millimeter. Are you someone who's trying to build your online presence and you're finding out that it takes some time, a lot of time. And someone might recommend, hey, you should write a book and become an expert in that area so you're known for that one thing. Well, a book, <laughs> as I've gone through it and come to find, takes a long time. It takes about another year and a half. But that doesn't mean that you can't become known for your thing. I think the best way to do this is through starting a podcast and getting a website out there that can archive all the work and the content and the area of expertise that you want to be known for. Because you want to be the go-to guy when someone thinks of, hey, I want to get in really good shape, but heck, I don't know what it's going to take. And you know that your area of supremacy, as I dub it, is to get someone into really great shape. And what if you could bring on other influencers that already have a name for themselves online onto your own podcast to create content to rank in really well to be to be the go-to guy when it comes to being the enthusiast that you wish you were online to be the influencer that you wish you were online. To be known as the expert. If you look at 
what's been happening in the world. It's all going towards online. So if you're still running a business and overhead's high, please reach out. Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com And this is a service where it's a done-for-you podcast. We'll get you systematically hooked up to where you have a website, your podcast, and it really gets you on the roll to where your job is just to come in and have the fun part, which is interviewing the experts that you wish you could align yourself with more and to start actually making some noise and disrupt this whole idea that it takes another year to get really known for your area of expertise. So if this at all interests you, just email me, logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, it's logan at logantylernelson.com. Oh man, that uh, resonates with me too, man. So much, and and you can only do it with yourself too. You can't really do it with anybody else's. There's so much social media out there where you're just constantly exposed to to what everyone else is doing, and and you're seeing the highlight reels of everybody on social media, but you're not seeing what's behind the curtain. And unfortunately, what behind the curtain is not the failures and and not always the traumas that go with it. And I see a little bit of a shift. There's some people shifting, but not many. They still go on Instagram, and you still see people posting the best potty pics and posting, <laughs> um, you know, their 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 day in paradise with their loved one. But um, I could go on and on about that. But I really want to ask you. Uh, I want to pivot a little bit, and uh, I know that you've had um a a real interest in uh in 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 alcohol and uh how that's kind of like affected your lifestyle and and I and if you're willing to share you know that story that you had to stop telling yourself which was I needed alcohol in order to function and the new story you wanted to start telling yourself is I don't need alcohol in order to function um could you kind of take us into that story a little bit Sure yeah um that's uh <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, it, it, it played, it played a, a pretty big part in, in, in my life in both positive and negative ways, you know? And so at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I, I think my story with, with, with alcohol has, is not different than most people, um, or a lot of people, I should say, you know, it started, you know, in, in, in my mid teens. And, you know, without the proper education on the right way or the wrong way is just the only way. This is the way. Just consume, consume, consume. And, you know, it, it, it bled into my adult years. Um, and, you know, even even today, it's, it's something that I, I struggle with and I think about. And it, it, it became such such a significant part of my life that I, I unfortunately lost a lot of years, uh, not in the future. I'm talking like the present. It took away my ability to be consistent, which I think is a, is a very important part 
of success. Uh, whether you're looking for physical success, financial success, even if it's not a materialistic success like uh, emotional or philosophical, spiritual, religious, uh, consistency is, is, is incredibly important. And the thing with alcohol is, you know, there's so many different levels of dependency on it from uh, casual, from, from abstinence all the way to alcoholism. Um, there, there, there's so many, there, there, it's such a big spectrum. And in all of them, you can be functioning, right? You can, you can have a day-to-day -day, uh, with it. But the, the issue is when, when you allow it to be, for me personally, uh, when, when I allowed it to become uh, a part of how I do business, you know, it, it, it affected me and it, it made it so that, you know, a five-year goal became seven, you know. Uh, I had plans, you know, I, I had a goal for 25 years old. I'm 26 now, turning 27, you know, this year. And I had a goal for 25 that I didn't hit. And it was a big, it was supposed to be a big milestone. Uh, and, and I, I was, I wanted to build my own house at 25. And when I turned 25, <laughs> I remember I was, I was having, I was having a beer and I was thinking, you know, I was doing some self-reflection and I was just like, well, you didn't make it. It's okay. You know, it's not the end of the world. Um, reset the goal, you know? keep going. I, me personally, I don't, I don't have a choice in this, uh, Logan. It's a decision that I made, uh, a, a long time ago that this is what I was going to do. And even my, even my own setbacks will not stop me from getting there. And if I never make it there, you know, if, if, if 20 years from now, <laughs> if 20 years from now, I'm still going, well, Next year, I'll build that house. Okay, so be it. Next year, I will build that house. Uh, and, and, and I think a lot of people would disagree with that because it allows for complacency by, by being, I guess you could say, easy on yourself. But the reality is that you have to set those, unex those, um, those uh, what is it called? The, those unachievable goals type thing, the shoot for the moon and maybe you'll land among the stars kind of thing. Um, because you, you, if, if, I, if I go, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars and I make a hundred thousand, well, shit, that's still a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> it's nothing to be disappointed about. You know, it's, that's not bad. You make a hundred thousand in a year. Okay. That's six figures. You know, you're doing pretty good. So of course. Um, yeah. thank you for it. I, I think the main thing I want to point out is, is the addictive tendencies that uh, some of us just have and we feel really bad about it. And, uh, really it's that addictive tendency that's going to allow you to either use it for good or use it for bad. And, um, you know, you can use it for good by, by actually refocusing it, reframing it and saying to yourself, okay, I want to use it as a, this is a talent of mine and use it as a strength and um, leverage those skills and that strength. Um, do you think you are starting to sort of leverage your, your addictive tendencies now towards uh, something in an area that you uh, want to grow in? 
Well, I'll tell you what, you know, uh, over the years in my, in my career, if you will, um, of, of consummation, I, um, I came to the conclusion that it's, I, I, what's important is being self-aware. Okay. And that's, that's really the, the best way that I can put it. And when you realize that this is something that is, uh, obstructing you and of course we're for me we're, we're specifically talking about alcohol but for for a number of people it can be uh an unsupportive spouse it can be um geographically where you are the job you're in i mean it can be a number of things when you when you become self-aware uh, of an obstruction that is keeping you from achieving the goals that you want to have and this is outside of entrepreneurship and within it you need to do something about it. And that's the bottom line. Um, and, and, you know, I, I still have plenty of work to do on myself. Um, you know, the, the <laughs> a way that I can put it is I, I, I've, I've disappointed myself, but I'm not disappointed in myself. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. Just wanted to ask you if you could share this episode, please. It's the best compliment you could ever pay. Whenever I hear something that makes me laugh, makes me feel like, heck, I'm not alone in this world, or maybe it makes me feel like, gosh, I really feel wiser after listening to this episode. Well, I think the best compliment that you could pay to that person that created that for you is by sharing that, sharing that with the world on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter or LinkedIn, or any social network that you currently have, because it just does not take any money, or even that much effort to share it out, just to click that share button. And don't ever forget, you matter, and you're enough. Mm, mm, man, that is... I uh, made up this term where I call it intermittent disappointment. Mm-hmm. Where there'll be there'll be terms there'll be times during my day where I'm you know, I'm I'm not uh complacent yet. I'm just gonna go, 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 go and uh I'm just not going to stop until I, I meet meet a certain outcome, not a goal, but a, an outcome that I'd like. And uh because of that, I've then allowed myself also time during the day to just have a worrisome time where I schedule certain uh, hours to just worry about stuff like my financials to worry about a relationship to worry about you know so and so and then to set another set of time to do just being complacent with gratitude just being okay with whatever I have and I think those like three little things I have little timers in my phone that go off with uh, what's your intention what are you feeling right now and then what are you worrying about right now for the next 20 minutes? And then what are you going to uh, be complacent about and gratitude about? And uh, it's called intermittent disappointment or intermittent yeah. complacency or whatever. And uh, I think it really works well. Uh, have you ever been interested in uh, sort of developing your own personal philosophy? And if, if you have, uh, what is it? Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, 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 I do have my my own set of beliefs. Um, I, you know, really, our reality is subjective. 
um, and and it, it is so subjective that it, it almost seems random what can work and what doesn't work, right? Because I can read I can read a self help book that changes my life that someone else looks at and says, oh, that was garbage, you know. And it's not to say that it is or isn't, right? It's again, it's subjective. So in the same way that you use timers, and I know plenty of people that use timers. Uh, I have a friend of mine who who has his goal, um, you know, his his ultimate goal, um, is set to an alarm that goes off every hour. I mean, I'm not kidding. He wakes up in the morning with eight, you know, if he slept for eight hours, he's got eight alarms to dismiss if it didn't wake him up, you know. And that may seem obsessive to some, but that works for him. It keeps him focused. And as a matter of fact, he's he's doing fantastic, right? Um, and so you, you have to find what works for you and it's never too early and it's never too late. Um, and, uh, and if, and if you, and if you have, if you find something that works for you for six months and then it no longer works for you, it's time to update it. You know, uh, <laughs> the, the best way I can, I can, I can explain it to you, uh, for, for my, from my point of view is, uh, ironically, I'm a tech kind of guy, right? A lot of people label, label me as a tech guy. Uh, I develop software. I'm working on, on my own software at the moment that I'm, I'm incredibly excited about. And I've made my life uh, software. And you would think that I have my own software. You would think that I have a like a personal management software that I use or that I develop myself. Logan, I have a whiteboard <laughs> I have a whiteboard. The first thing that I installed in my office was a whiteboard and it has, it, it lists, you know, it's got a mixture of technical stuff that I need to do, you know, make sure you update this software or this piece of thing, uh, or, Hey, you know, uh, here's, here's, here's a to-do list. That's what I use. And that's what's worked for me. Right. I get that, that, that release of endorphins when I erase something on the board. That's when I go, ah, oh, I accomplished something. And some people might go, that's crazy. The, the irony is way too evident. Uh, why don't you do a different thing? But the reality is this is what works for me now. Now, of course, in, in three years, it might not work for me, and I'll change it then. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I think I like it. I think it's uh, something that I try to follow is KISS, keep it stupid simple, which um, <laughs> which some people don't like to do, but, you know, it's, uh, it is why minimalism, and this is why simplicity is now becoming popular again, and this is why meditation, unfortunately, is, uh, is even being sold in some companies um, when it's just simply closing your eyes and trying to... Um, <laughs> take notice and be focused on your, on your conscious thoughts, but we could do a whole episode on that. And I want to just yeah. get into what I call scratching the surface curiosity questions, which is okay. just like, uh, you know, um, some deeper sort of questions, but the mission of them are to make someone feel less alone and then, and then learn a little bit more about you. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome, man. So the first one I like to ask is, uh, what's a thought that you keep having that you kind of wish you didn't have anymore? Beer. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, beer. Uh, it's, um, you know, and, and it's not, 
it's not like a thing that like it just kind of like I wake up in the morning and I go, oh, I like to have a beer. It's more of like I I used it as a reward for so many years that when I accomplish something, it's what I think about. Uh, I finish uh, an update on a software. I I get off a really cool phone call with a with a partner, and I go, I'm going to reward myself with that, and that that is something that I uh, w- would like to change. Um, and you know, I haven't I haven't found the equivalent, and so what I've what I've done since I'm conscious of that is nothing so until i can find a replacement the reward will be nothing man well we'll find something for you um (laughs) because i i think i like i like that you actually did almost the impossible if you can replace it with nothing then that is uh true mastery because to go cold turkey as the studies will show that um, it's it's not sustainable. So we'll get something in there, maybe a workout or some healthy protein shake or, or piece of gum or something like that. But um, on to the next uh, curiosity question that I like to ask is, uh, I, my mind thinks in quotes and mantras. What's a favorite quote that you try to live by every day? It's... Uh... It's an excerpt from the uh, Here's to the Crazy Ones speech by Steve Jobs. Well, I don't think he was the original author of the, of the speech, but it's the, it's the people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. I love that so much. Uh, yeah, you shared with that. You shared me that video last night. And, I, and dude, I, I re- really, I got the tingles and the hairs on the back of my <laughs> neck started to stand up when I watched that. And it's so true, man. So, so true. And, and I, and I, anybody that needs to listen to that one person that's trying to discover their talent or find their place in the world, uh, and scratch their own itch, um, trying to solve that problem right now needs to know that, uh, you're not crazy and you're not alone. And, um, so I'd like to ask you, uh, the cr- this is sort of like fill in the blank sort of question. The craziest thing would start to happen to people if they started doing X, Y, Z. So what is that crazy thing that would happen to them if they started doing this today? The craziest thing would happen to people if they realized that being on the internet is no different than being in a real space. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. It's uh, <laughs> If anybody listens to the show, they know that I, I started geeking out on beliefs and the simulation, the story that you tell yourself in order to create real- realities for yourself. And um, yes, it is uh, kind of scary how it's going in that direction. And, and now there's things that are making it so real that they use virtual reality to actually stimulate certain feelings um, in order for you to produce a certain past in your life that you would have never, ever actually experienced. But you believe that it's real because of, well, you felt it, you heard it, you saw it, you smelt it. Why isn't it real? So right. um, we'll, we could geek out on that. But uh, 
unfortunately we gotta round it out soon so i'm just gonna ask you two more questions man and then uh we'll round it out and uh, i want to just ask you uh hey how how can uh we support you anybody that's listening right now to this how can we support you well um I, uh, I like, like I mentioned before, I'm working on a, a very p- exciting piece of software, um, and it's uh, it's a software that's designed, and it really, I mean, it 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 affects it can affect anyone. If you're looking for a home, if you are looking to rent, uh, so this software is 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 very exciting and very personal to me. Um, but the the way I described it to you, and really the best way to describe it, is kind of like the the eHarmony or the Match.com of rental properties, and the 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 goal that I have is is to be able to to create this software and create a network of people that are using this software to find places to live. And so That's... to answer to answer your question, sorry to interrupt you, but to answer your question, no, you're good. Uh, the, the 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 website can be found at HTML dot company slash ish and if you just get on there uh it's still very much a work in progress and it's a very exciting project to be a part of and if you have any skills that you think would be a complement to the project i mean reaching out to me or even reaching out to logan uh to, to get a hold of me uh we we can find a way to 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 build a better project this this is i would love for this to be a community effort that is awesome. Yeah, I just uh I made this podcast in a way for someone to actually listen to the guests and make really, you know, friends out of this person and and not just listen to the next guest and hit next because their mind needs to be self-absorbed into something else right away because you know, they're bored or whatever, but to actually, you know, take like, you know, 4 or 5 minutes out of your day to Instagram, tweets, Facebook, any quote that myself or Ish said today that may have impacted you or resonated with you. And, and, uh, the best compliment ever that you could have is, is to just share this with someone. So I want to ask you, uh, really this last question is, is, is there anything that you wish I would have asked you, um, that I did? You know, I'll be honest with you, uh, uh, Logan, uh, when, when we set this up, I had no idea what to expect. And, you know, you, you've done a phenomenal job of, of really, um, in the, in the, in the, in the short time that we've had <laughs> kind of hit all the major points. Um, and I was able to, to, to share, uh, freely in, in my opinion. And I really do appreciate, uh, appreciate you for that and, and the space that you've created. And, um, is there anything I wish you would have asked me is, is probably the hardest question you've, <laughs> you've asked me. Um, I, I really don't think so. I think you, you really you, you hit it on the money. Um, I mean, really great job. Uh, this this has been incredible. Oh, thanks. Dude-ish, that means so much to me, man. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm actually uh, super, super stoked that we're rekindling our relationship. And um, I don't feel like this is going to be the last talk that we have for sure. And... Uh, I just want to say though, you're welcome back on whenever, uh, we need to actually get this, uh, promotion of your eHarmony meets, um, <laughs> Airbnb. 
sort of company idea um, off the ground. And, and I'm so happy that you're doing something so great with your life and you're helping other people sort of discover their own strengths with your um, HTML design. And I love that, man. Just keep doing what you're doing and um, we'll stay in touch, okay? Most definitely. Hey, uh, it's, been, it's been a pleasure again. Uh, thank you very much, man. Absolutely, man. We'll, uh, we'll talk later. All right, there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I would love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.